everybody, it's Jenny and Nicole, and we are currently sitting in a hotel room in our pajamas, which is not <laughs> which how is we how we should <laughs> record all of our podcasts from now on. I think I know. I feel like things. I just I feel smarter when I'm wearing these cat pants instead of work clothes. Not like I haven't worn cat pants to work, but that is I, also true. Yeah, it's the, I've I've only worn them one time, and I don't think I've ever worn them again. They're not pajamas, by the way, for people who are listening. They're like legitimate pants with cats on them. Anyway, so yeah, we are uh, at TLA. It's Wednesday night. We're tired. You're tired. It has been. We got here Sunday, so it's been a week, and it's only Wednesday. So yeah. got one more morning. We'll kind of be done with everything tomorrow afternoon. We'll hit book people because it's the one thing on our list of favorite awesome things that we hadn't done yet. Right. Uh, and then we'll head back to Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, okay. So I just have to say, we have to start with this. I have to share something I've noticed about the convention center that I find really fascinating and it's robots. It's true. That's not a good explanation, but, um, so they have that like new robot coffee thing, which everybody has been talking about. I know people are like, uh, really have been really into it. We used that once. It was Mm -hmm. cool. Um, but also they have what I call robot soap dispensers and robot faucets. <laughs> and you have to like wave at them to turn them on. And I don't know how to do that. Like I, everybody in the bathroom next to me gets soap and I can't, <laughs> can't get soap out. I think you're just, it thinks you're a ghost or something and it just doesn't see your hands. Like, or, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know what the reason is, but it, they, I can say having used the bathroom multiple times in multiple restrooms in that building that I have gotten soap and water every single but time. Where do you put your hand in, in like right relation. underneath it kind of in a, no. a forward kind of motion. I don't know. I literally put my hand all over the place and then every time, every time single time I've gone in and attempted to wash my hands and I'll say as a side note I wash my hands because it's hygienic not because I enjoy it I feel like it's such a waste of time but also I get it because you like germs but every time I'd go in there I when I would pull my hand away the soap would come out onto the bottom of the sink sink. basin and then I'd have to scrape it off and then wash my hands which I think defeats the purpose and then the water would turn off and on the entire time. So I don't know if I like errat- I'm, a, I'm like erratic and I move too much. Maybe you just move too fast. It's like more of a slow motion. I am a needs. fast mover. At least I say at least once a week I do something where I'm like, ow. And you're like, are you okay? And I'm like, I just move too fast. I just <laughs> punch the door. <laughs> just happened that way. Anyway, it's Robot Convention Center. And um, I, might, I don't know. I would say my biggest issue with the convention center is just how far away everything is from everything. And it's one of those things where we're, this convention uses the entire convention center, not necessarily every room all the time, but we're taking up the entire center. So like last year in Dallas, we didn't use all of the convention center because that convention center is huge. Yeah. And so there were sections that we weren't using this one. We're using the whole thing. So sometimes you can have a session in on the fourth floor on one end and your next session you want to go to is on the third floor at the complete other end. So, yeah. I mean, everybody's getting steps, but sometimes you're just like, why are these things so far away? Why are they not people movers? Why do you have to go across the skywalk to get to the third level? And the mysterious second level that only exists on one stairway? I don't know. I'm really glad you said that about the sky bridge because I feel like <laughs> if you're designing a building and you're like, and now we need a sky bridge to get somewhere else, then you're like, there's a design flaw somewhere. We've messed up something. 
Well, I mean, or it's just you put a sky bridge for the sake of putting a sky bridge in. I think that's what it is. I mean, you know, we are architects, so we have strong feelings about about this convention center, and we would like to remodel it. But and it just got remodeled. That's the bummer. It's been been remodeled for like three or four years. They've been working on it. Yeah. Well, and they're still. I guess they're finishing, or they're because yeah. that jackhammer truck. Every time I walk out, I'm like. There you are. I mean, that's pretty much the the sound of Austin. Like, if Austin had a sound, it would be construction. (laughs) Because every single corner, it's true. We love you, Austin. But every single corner, there is some building going up. There's construction Mm -hmm. everywhere. And it never stops. That just makes me laugh. That's so funny. <laughs> it's true. But you know, they're, they're like the live music capital of the world. And then you're like, also their sound is construction. <laughs> Not You can't even hear the music over the it's jackhammer true. truck. At least until after eight o'clock, yeah. eight or nine, maybe. Then the music starts, but not before. But aside from that, we really do like it here. Yeah. We actually do. We're just like talking for the sake of talking. I, and we're tired. <laughs> but we really like it here. And, you know, we got it on Sunday. And, it um, was a good drive in. Honestly, if anybody's driven 35 south from Fort Worth, you know that sometimes that drive is not so much fun. Uh, but we didn't have any major stops. I mean, it was nice because it was a Sunday afternoon. So yeah. we weren't hitting like mid-afternoon workday traffic. Uh, but Bucky's was in sane anybody who stopped at that bucky's in temple i have never it wasn't a holiday weekend it was just no. a sunday it was a sunday at 2 30 mm-hmm. and i have never seen so many people at that bucky's before it was crazy and on the way in a uh, truck cut me off and so i did that <laughs> i forgot about that fi- that friends thing where you slam your fist together it means something special and then he like did he the flips chin you under thing. the chin which is perfect because that's exactly the like what you're supposed to do to that yeah from- and then we both laughed we like looked at each other in the mirror and we're like ha 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 but then i was worried that we weren't friends so i tried to find him in bucky's but i couldn't there was too um, many people that was crazy yeah and there were buses unloading buses and buses and buses of people so but i got iced coffee so yeah. life was good I made it sausage it. on a stick. So everything was good. Did you get a sausage I on a stick? I did. I did get a sausage on a stick. That and a bag of chips and some uh, pretzel M&Ms. That was my. Oh my. You got so much delicious food. I had no idea. I, I got that like cheese and meat cup. And I think I was like so focused on it and driving. Well, that and you just wanted to get out. Like there was just so many people. It was overwhelming. You were like, bye. Oh, I ran know where you so went. <laughs> I just texted and was like, hello, I'm at the garden. <laughs> I had to leave. It was horrible. But we got here. Um, we're staying at the Embassy Suites. Uh, downtown town lake which we always yeah. stay at um we really like it here and it's remodeled it looks yeah really it's nice. definitely it's they've done some work since the last time we were here yeah and um it's close to everything it's not that bad um it's walkable if you're if, not if you don't have rods in your toes <laughs> yeah, if you didn't just have foot surgery um but we got here we got settled in i unpacked everything and put everything in the drawers because i'm a lunatic thank you dad and um then we went to Cheer up Charlie's. Yes. And it was so funny because, you know, Jenny had hyped it up as being this really weird, crazy, wacky, ridiculous place. And I was, I mean, it's Austin. So you kind of already have an expectation that it's going to be like that anyway. And then we go in and it's like real normal. There's a live band playing. It was nice outside. We sat on the patio, got drinks. Like it was chill. Like it was just a normal. Bar. It was, it's a great place. It was, I mean, yeah, the, you said they have a new location, right? Yeah, it it's brand been, new. Yeah. that w- They have like a rock. It's kind of on the side of a, I don't know what that would be called. Like a rock wall. Ravine, but yeah. not really. Uh, but they have like 
uh, mesh around it so that way the rocks don't fall on people I'm sure and it kind of has like an outdoor stage area that I'm sure they have bands play on outside sometimes yeah. and it's really pretty and the staff was really nice the mm-hmm. drinks were good like it was a fun time so I feel really happy because I was nervous but yeah it was great um so we had a good time um we had a lot of fun on Sunday and then Monday we were so Monday was like the start of it all and I think both of us were nervous because when we got up in the morning, we like barely spoke. And then mm-hmm. we went and usually we both of us, I mean, we like we love to talk. And then when we got into our room, we realized that we didn't know how to like set up our sound system. Yeah, because Joe had set us up with this like soundboard, this crazy setup. And we're like, OK, cool. We go in and they have a soundboard that's identical to our soundboard for the most part. But it's in the back of the room. And we weren't we were we were very nervous and they had kind of stacked our room. So like there was presentations all the way until five. Yeah. And then the presentation started again at eight and then we started at nine. So there really wasn't a lot of time to get everything set up. So um, we got lucky at five o'clock. We went in got everything to kind of together and then we still couldn't get it to work. And then the very nice sound man from the convention center, his name John. is John, um, who we, who was so sweet, helped us out. We figured it out. I don't know he what he did. He had great hair too. He had great hair, um, plugged everything in and it worked and we did a test and it worked and then we were feeling less stressed. And then, um, then the TLA after dark started and then, um, we kind of, what did we do? Oh, we went to the, well, what first we, let's go back. You know, we saw on. the sound and then we freaked out. Um, and then we went to the crate place and ate in silence. Yeah. Cause we, we were just so stressed. We were so Plus stressed we were out. also getting work emails. Like we told everybody we were going to be gone for yeah. a week, but they don't understand what that means. Right. And so we were like, people are asking us for crazy things and wanting us to do things we couldn't do cause we weren't there. So it was, it was kind of stacking on top of everything, kind of everything yeah. that was going on. So Monday, yeah, afternoon, not like our best and brightest no. day. Uh, we were, we were uh, being very quiet, and um, then because you know, like Nicole said, we met John, super nice, um, and we set up our sound during the grand opening of the exhibit hall. Yeah, we missed the grand opening, so we could and get everything set up. I think we're that, that dedicated means That's the kind that of we're dedicated adults. Are. We're actual adults now. And it also you finally made it. I know. I mean, you you would think I, I still like purchase toys and things like that. But we also um, resisted the urge to hoard books, which is I mean, and I'm, there's it's no a time honored TLA tradition. Yeah. When they open those exhibit hall doors, it is like Black Friday at Walmart. The mm-hmm. Librarians, they rush in. They're not always kind. They are not always nice. No, they go to the book vendors and they grab whatever the book vendors will yes. give them. So we resisted. We didn't even go down to the exhibit hall until 5.30. And we didn't really get, I think maybe we got one or two books. Nothing, I, no, nothing. we didn't get any books. You got macarons and I I did. I shoved cheese. like three macarons in my face yeah. and then you got cheese. And then I we went back upstairs. I dipped cheese into hummus because that's who I am. And, um, and at that point, I think we were still like nervous. And so then TLA After Hours started. We're going to do... Uh, We're going to call good. it the good, the bad, and the ugly. The ugly. That's going to be our... And yeah. the ugly sure ain't us, but it's something. So, <laughs> um, good stuff. Let's start yeah. with um, The sessions were fun. Yeah, they, they picked some really good stuff. Now, mm-hmm. we were so stressed that we didn't really get to focus on the fun stuff. <laughs> we did a little bit of the um, uh, lip sync battle, kind of watch that. 
Uh, and then other people were kind of coming out of different sessions saying how much fun they were yeah. having. The eight o'clock sessions, everybody was in a good mood. They had, had food. They had cash bars. So people were feeling pretty mm-hmm. okay. Um, the people who were going to stay anyway. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of people who were like, I'm really sorry. I'm just not staying. Right. And they left and went did whatever they wanted to do. And after. they had a cool band. They yeah. kicked it off with a super cool band. Um, it was really fun. And um, people were pumped. They were real yeah. amped. And they were going to the bar and... Um, I went to the cash bar and I was like, oh, this is going to be so fun. And, um, then we did our session at nine, which went well. I mean, it's a session we've done many times. So we, we feel like we have that one down. We had good response from the audience. Uh, I mean, I've said multiple times in the last couple of days, I think if that session had been done during the day in a normal kind of daytime time slot, we would have probably had a pretty full room. Just not, I'm not, that's could be me talking us up, but also no, we because had podcasting is like a, like a thing that's kind of on the up right. in education. And we, we, there aren't a lot of sessions about it at TLA. Um, so had that been at like, you know, one o'clock on a Wednesday, we probably would have had a full house, but the crowd we had was nice. They had good questions. They were engaged. So, I mean, it yeah. went really well. Mm-hmm. So then that session finished up at nine fifty, and then we're like, if you want to stay, we're doing a live podcast. And it was like, no, bye y'all. Bye. And a lot of the people, yeah. I mean, I get it. We were, it was tired. We were, it was late. And then starts the stress. And then start- because <laughs> well, it was okay. It's stressful for two reasons. I think one, we were trying to set up the sound system and we've never re- recorded a live podcast in front of somebody and um then uh also we were um watching people just like leave our room and uh it was weird so that's like like, that's upsetting it's hard when you're in the middle of a presentation and somebody's like bye i'm leaving and that always throws me off but when you're like you can stay for our live podcast and everybody's like goodbye goodbye (laughs) so um Therein lies the problem. <laughs> and then we forgot to plug our soundboard in. Yeah. So basically we had had this whole setup. I had a 30 step process that I was supposed to go through and we had most of it already set up because we had set up the board in advance and kind of put a sign over it for the yeah. people who were there before us. Like, please don't touch. And so we, um, we thought we were good and we, everything looked like it was plugged in and the computer was audacity was showing movement. So yeah. we're like, okay, it's hearing us. <laughs> But we didn't think about checking like the microphone that it was using like we were supposed to and making sure everything was plugged in. So basically there's a plug that goes from the soundboard to the computer with a USB. Simple plug. We use it every time we use the soundboard. Every Every single time. And it wasn't plugged in. So it wasn't recording us on the microphones that are attached to the soundboard. It was recording us on the microphone on the laptop. So it sounded horrible well, well i mean i don't even know and then then i had the whole all the music queued up and ready right we're gonna do this nice thing where we were mixing the bumpers in live instead of doing it post-production and joe was so proud of how he figured out make it work and i'm trying to make it work and it's not working and i'm like okay we're gonna try again and i i didn't think at any point to check no that the usb was plugged into the laptop well because at that point we were both so stressed out that it wasn't working i think we were like i don't and we're just I like, what to do. we're going to do it. We're just yeah. going to go. So we just started talking. And the whole time I was watching Audacity and I was like, God, Nicole's levels are so low. Like, I don't understand what's going on with her microphone. Um, and it's because she was sitting further away from the computer. <laughs> That's exactly So we what were talking into fake mics. We, were- I mean, the, the audience, they were working for the audience. They could yeah. hear us mm-hmm. at an elevated volume. So that was working, but it wasn't recording <laughs> us with them. So the sound wasn't good. And we just found out to, just now uh, that Joe had told us to move the 
something rate on their project rate. project rate up to 9600 and it won't let us download it that way so that is on him not us <laughs> um most of this is on us or me but nat was not on us um so basically we got done like okay our podcast is gonna be on we're gonna get it on audacity or audacity we're gonna get it on anchor and we're good and then we realized what happened and I was like in tears. Like I was like, I messed yeah. up. I was just, I mean, we were tired. It was 11 o'clock at night. It was a lot. And it was basically a podcast for, I mean, we had fun. We, it was like, like a fun experience. And yeah, people, we asked each other a course. bunch of questions and, and actually some of that I'm sad is not record. I mean, I, I guess some of it is recorded, but we'll never have it because we can't well, I turn it to an MP3. Yeah. I got to figure out how to fix the project rate. I, I, we can probably figure it out, but you know, you win some, you lose some. And I think, it's it kind of is uh you know i think we'll try that again different questions but i think that was fun that was so fun to do like basically what happened is we played truth or truth and i wrote questions for her and she wrote questions for me and we couldn't see each other's questions until we pulled them out of yeah. the box uh and then we had to answer them and right. it was fun or we had to see if they knew our answer like what mm-hmm. kind of guess what we were going to answer which was nice because it's kind of like how well do you know me yeah uh, which was pretty well we did pretty uh-huh. well yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, you know, you make mistakes and when it happened, we were both like pissed and we were in, I was sad. I was so upset. Nicole was crying and I was like, it's fine. It's going to be fine. Like I was freaking out. We were both losing our minds and, um, we like went home in silence and we're like, well, it's a very quiet lift ride back to the hotel. Um, and then. I was like, you know, we're going to laugh about this one day. It will not be tonight because we are both like so upset. But look at us now. See, it's only a couple days later and we're already laughing about it. So So, that was Monday. Just another manic Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like that both of us were like, (laughs) we laughed so hard at that. So then Tuesday came and, um, you know, Tuesday morning we were still, I think we were still feeling the effects of. Being the, up that late and just kind of the stress. Yeah. That was Monday. Um, and we had two programs that day and one of them was a panel. Um, and so we, you got up early, didn't you? No, 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 no. I left early. I had a meeting. Yeah. You had a meeting. I did not get up early. Yeah. I, weird. Um, usually I'm the one that's like, I'm very tired. And so I got up. And then we met up and then we had that panel Mm -hmm. and it was packed and incredible. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, We had no expectation of crowd. We had no idea we we would be presenting to four people. I mean, it was a pretty big room. It was a double roomed. It was like Mm -hmm. 14 AB or whatever. Yeah. Um, And so it was a great crowd and the slides were amazing. Jenny got multiple compliments on the slides. And every time I was like, yeah, Jenny made those slide by slide individually because she's amazing. Um, and so the flow was really good. Everybody had something different to talk about. There were some good questions from the audience. Like it was a good presentation. I it felt was. really good when it was done. And we needed that. We did. We needed a win. It was like a, please, we, we need this or else we're going to melt into the floor and never come back. So I was glad. And then we did our pop-up library program, which went well, which went well. And we hadn't done that in a year. We talked so fast. Yeah. We're, I mean, <laughs> we had an hour. And the last time we did that presentation, I think we had 50 minutes. So mm. we, we could fill time. I mean, believe me, we can fill time. But we hadn't done that presentation in almost a year. Last summer was the last time we did that presentation. Yeah. So we didn't really have a good vibe. And we were so had so much pressure on getting the library, the spaces program ready and getting the podcasting stuff ready that we didn't really think about that one. That one we'd done. We had the slides. We just had to change some stuff. So yeah. 
uh, was kind of like the last thought kind of presentation. Like mm. we weren't as worried about it. Right. Uh, and so we went through it and we got done and we had like 15 minutes. Left yeah. I turned end. and looked at my watch and was like, okay. Mm, and we were like, well, this is the question time. But it actually brought about a bunch of cool stuff because we had an elementary teacher who was like, how do I do this with elementary school or elementary kids mm-hmm. and um you know we kind of brainstormed and talked about like dividing it by grade level and having like a third grade pop-up day mm-hmm. or a fourth grade pop-up day and even offering that as a reward for something mm-hmm. which would be so cool um and then we had <clears throat> we had this interesting question posed that I can't answer and I felt so bad because she came and talked to me and she was like what is your solution and I was like I don't know. <laughs> and she kept standing there and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I, th- I I just had no idea. So she's a teacher. Um, well, she was a librarian and they moved her back into the classroom. They decided they weren't going to pay librarians anymore. Which is such a bummer. Yes. It's, it's like, a th- and it's horrible that that happens more frequently than it yeah. ever should at all. So they put her back in the classroom. She's teaching math. And then she has two periods off to work in the library. So, so the library's open two periods a day. And then she's doing like clerical work in there to try to just get stuff done or tr- to try to shelve books because they do have a clerk in there that checks books out. That's all they do. Um, and sh- and then she was like, and when I'm in the library for those two periods, the kids come in and ask for math help because she's their math teacher. Mm-hmm. So she was saying like, what do I do? Then how do I do a pop-up library situation? And I was like, uh, the only thing I can think about, and obviously it wasn't a question you thought to ask at the time, because it's one of those ones like I want to give you a good answer right now. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have any PTA help at all. If it's they could question. have a have a parent volunteer to. I mean, you have a clerk, but if you have a parent who's super into displays or super right. into some other kind of aspects of librarianship, mm-hmm. they could take care of some of the prep work for her. Maybe get kind of the cart ready and get that stuff ready. And then during those two periods, be like, I'm not doing math today. Today is, you know, do it once a week, mm-hmm. like yeah. on Wednesday. Wednesday is library pop-up day. And this is all I'm doing in these two periods and see what happens. Yeah. And then have the, the volunteer Smart. help do that. But again, if you have, I mean, that's only if you have some. If you have that help. If you have that help, because a lot of schools don't have an yeah. active PTA. Or if you have a secretary, an aide, somebody else in the building who would be willing to do that to do mm-hmm. at least the prep work setup part. Right. That would be helpful. Or if you have fifth graders kind of like sometimes schools have fifth grade, like student council or whatever, um, but I guess it depends on what they've got going on. She's in, it's a high school. Oh, it's a high school. They don't have student assistance at all. Oh, so well, maybe start a student assistant. <laughs> I know everything I would give her. She was like, no, we, can't we don't do have that. A, that won't work. The only thing I could think is I told her, I was like, what if you created a bunch of mobile pop-up libraries for the teachers to come and get and, and that's then a good the idea. Kind of like put it in sets, their hands, like carts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you guys listening have ideas, tell them to us, and then I'll reach out to her and uh, and tell her she's in Joaquin, Texas. Um, and so I'd really like to give her some ideas, but I didn't even realize it was high school. My brain assumed it was elementary. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's a question for you guys that we can't answer. So please help us. So that was Tuesday. And we ended with that question that we couldn't answer. And then that was yesterday. By yeah, the way. I know. And it feels like a week ago. What did we do yesterday after that? We went and dead ate. air, dead air, dead air. Uh, yeah, we went to Hop Dotties. Oh, we went to Hop Dotties. And, and then we went to the reception and, and uh, 
Jennifer Laboon's yeah. suite to, with all the other Fort Worth mm-hmm. people. Which was fun. And then we came back and went to bed. Yeah. I drank this drink at Hop Dottie um, called a Green Ricky. And I'm not. I mean, it was weird. I like read it. It had like basil and cucumber and black pepper in it. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then when I was drinking it, I was like, no, 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 no. It's it. I mean, it smelled like cologne. I think it tasted like That should like have been cologne. your first sign. <laughs> and... Nicole was smart about it. She was like, well, take it back and tell me you don't want it. And I mean, never, never can I do that. We actually, we, oh, also last night we sat at the hotel bar and took personality tests. Yeah, we went and uh, had a drink and then we were uh, talking to our friend Cassie and we're like just chatting. And then our, the waitress came over and I, some of the Hufflepuff, she saw my, Mm -hmm. oh, my purse, my Hufflepuff purse. And so that started that conversation. And then we started talking about her cat, Hagrid. And how much she was a Harry Potter fan. And then she did the, asked us about the 16personalities.com. The so then, test. then we sat on our phones and all took the yeah. personality test. And so that's why I drink that drink because <laughs> I'm a sociable people pleaser. <laughs> so I had to drink the whole drink. So anyway, there's that. That's what we did last night. And then we came upstairs and um, went to bed way too late. Yeah, we and were up then, talking. Got up super early this morning. Because Jenny had a presentation this morning. Yeah, at 8.30. And we're meeting at 8. And I got there at 7.30 because that's, that's it's who Jenny right. is. <laughs> and so, um, I mean, I have to have a minute to myself to be like, all right, this is what I'm doing. You know, like talk to myself or whatever. Um, but it's comic book day. Yeah. So I wore my Black Panther shirt. Nicole dressed up. It was cool. I, I wore a Harry Potter t-shirt and wore my Hufflepuff robe. It actually worked out because in the morning it was cold. So I felt like it was like having my own jacket. Now, having worn it a chunk of the day, robes are not practical for like walking around because they drag on the floor. Well, I guess when you're short, they drag on the floor. It's a pain when you're in the bathroom. Uh, the sleeves are kind of long, so it's not really sensible attire. So I'm not yeah. sure what's going on at Hogwarts or if they have some sort of spell on all their robes so that they don't like <laughs> fall in the toilet. Because I feel like that would happen oh, I frequently. Was, I was actually thinking that I have this long line plaid shirt that I really love, but I dip it in the toilet every time I wear it. So it's really, it's a, I mean, even for tall people, I think that's a struggle. But I did think a couple times when we got on the escalator. I was like, what if the escalator grabs Nicole's robe? I'm really glad you didn't say anything because I have a thing with escalators. When I was a kid, my sister used to tell me that if you stayed on the escalator while, you know, when it finishes and you have to step off, that if you didn't step off, that it would suck you under into an alternate dimension. And so as a kid, I would jump off the escalators because I was afraid to get sucked in. And then one time I was at the mall with my mom and my shoelace got caught in the thing and I couldn't move and I pulled my shoe and I screamed and my mom had to like kick my shoe off and then pull it out and I I lost my mind for days and my sister got grounded because I told my parents what why I thought that and they didn't think it was very funny um so I have I mean still 35 and I still have issues with escalators your sister was basically uh wrote the plot to stranger things she just (laughs) she didn't even know it get some credit for that so yeah we we I mean dressed up kind of um but some people went all out i gotta say some people owned this day they were um they did not they took no mercy they were dressed out and it was cool yeah it was really cool to see um and there were a couple people so i had a session at 8 30 and it was with three other people about um graphic novels and comic books and it went really well we were at capacity um which is exciting i like saying that um and then uh but there were people in our um, room that we're dressed up to, which was really cool. Um, 
And so that was nice. And then once that session was done, my body was like, you're tired. <laughs> you and have done all the things you can do. You're done now. Yeah. Um, but we, I didn't we stuck stop. it out anyway. Yeah. We went to a session called Epic Teens, which Nicole was like, hey, we should totally go to this session. Yeah, because one of the things that I think that sometimes happens with librarians is they assume if they're a school librarian, that the only thing that they can get any value out of is a session for school librarians. And same thing for public or academic librarians. They stay in their lane. But right. I think, especially um, especially between school and public, there is so much connection. Actually, in the session, one of them said, "There, we have the same kids. Your kids are our kids, yeah. too. We share the same kids. Right. Um, so I always love going to public library sessions, at least one every TLA, because I always think of something that they're doing at the public library that we can then take and alter and change for our own nefarious purposes, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I love going to presentations like that. And I, I think that some people feel like there's no value in going outside of I'm only this kind of librarian, like, no, you're a librarian and librarians can do all kinds of things. So don't pigeonhole yourself. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that and it was like specifically for programming for teens and that is an area that even though we come up with lots of programming, even though we do a lot of programming, we always want new ideas and we always want to know what other people are doing because sometimes our stuff doesn't work. And so it's nice mm -hmm. to have other options to try. Um, so, and you know, we went to two public library sessions today. We so, did. And I they were awesome. So in this Epic Teens one, they talked about all this cool pro pro programming, programming, that's what they call it in public library. Um, and one of the public librarians, her name is April Zuniga. She's from McAllen Public Library. She was awesome. She was very good. And she talked about this thing called 92nd Film Festival, which we are now obsessed with. Yes, it's it our new our thing. We're, yeah. And it was so cool because basically she was explaining how this was the kids decided to do this. They wanted to make these videos and basically they were making their own kind of mini versions of books. So it was, they were all based on books. So the one that she showed us was The Outsiders. <laughs> oh, my so gosh. Go to, she said they're on their website. So go to the McAllen Public Library website. I'm not sure exactly. I'll put it on the web, our website links out yeah, to it. I wrote the name down. Yeah, watch it. It's They made basically a 90-second summary movie of The Outsiders. And they did such a good job. It was so funny and well done. Um, the part with the scooter. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so it. instead of being on motorcycles, they're on, like, a rascal scooter. <laughs> and at one point, he backs up to be like, what are you doing here? And it, it goes beep, beep, Oh, my beep. God. It we was cracking up. It was so good. And so they said that that was the first one they did. But now they've done, I guess, Hunger Games and a couple other ones. And they're working on one right now. And, and these are kids who just want to. I mean, they're literally doing it because it's a passion. That is the only reason they want to do it. But the the library had gotten grants money from Best Buy to buy the boom mics and the cameras and stuff like that. And they taught the, the librarians how to use it. And the librarians taught the kids how to use it. And it's cool. So we're like, how can we do this? So we, we were actually at lunch today. We were at um, Uncle Julio's like working through how we were going to do 92nd um, Film Fest. So it's our new idea. Yeah. So we're thinking what we want to do and, um, you know, we're speaking it, so we do it, is have, give, do like a 90-second film festival competition for um, all of our school clubs and not to have them make promotion videos. We don't need that. We want them to make videos about what they're passionate about, right? Because that's like true yeah. filmmaking. Um, and then we'll hold a film festival and uh, the kids can buy tickets to come and see it during like seventh or eighth period. And all that money that we raise, whoever wins, the kids will vote on their favorite video and whoever wins that club gets to go into their activity fund, gets all that money. Then we can show all the videos on loop at open house, 
It's genius. We're superheroes. So, so yeah, we did that session and then we were on like a high about like, yes, we can do this, which is like, that's the reason. I mean, it's one of the reasons we come to TLA is we need like fresh ideas. We need fresh perspective. We can't, you know, you get stuck in a rut. You need that kind of thing to kick you out of it. Yes. And we were definitely like, we just came off, um, What's that called? Star. Yeah. We just came off of some star, star. testing. So yeah, we're, we're definitely a little jaded. So this kind of like kicks us back yeah. into reality to be like, oh, that's what we do. And then after that, we went to Drag Queen Storytime. And, oh my gosh, um, that was amazing. That was like, it was just super uplifting. And it was also cool for me because as I've said before, I'm super into the drag scene. Um, I mean, I like, if I wear heels, I look like a drag queen anyway. But um, I... Uh, I was so excited because they had a bunch of drag queens from Dallas and I was like, Oh my God, I definitely know who they are. They're like little celebrities to me. None of the O'Hara family. If you're also in the drag scene, they're all on RuPaul's drag race right now. But, um, it was cool. And, and it was, lifting. it was, yeah, it was, that was the thing. You know, we talked about this before. Some sessions are to learn things to come back with content. And some sessions are just good for the soul. Mm-hmm. You just need that. And that's what the session was. Right. I mean, basically they were talking about how, Houston, Austin, and Dallas Public Library have been implementing this drag queen story time, how they did it, why they did it, the people who were involved, and issues they were having because Houston has had a big kind of thing happen that we had no idea about until we were sitting there and they were telling us about it. And um, it was just so cool because... I mean, they, they could really explain what the value is. I mean, because you could kind of see that as, oh, it's kind of kitschy. It's kind of a weird thing to do. People oh, yeah. dress up. Like, that's cool. It's story time. But really, there was way more behind it than just that. Yeah. And I thought that was amazing. And the, my favorite part was that at one point, one of the drag queens said that somebody was like, you know, what's your agenda that you're trying to push on them? Or are you trying to push an agenda? And he was like, yeah, I am. That's like acceptance and love just loving people and tolerance he was like so yeah that's my agenda and everybody like erupted in applause we were all like oh my god that's like the best so um i'm glad we went to that it was Mm -hmm. really cool one of the um queens was in full drag which was super cool i love miss kitty litter yeah and so it was really fun um so we're like on our tla high now and then tomorrow we leave and then we have easter and then we're back to the real oh. world. Um, I don't know what song I was singing. <laughs> I was thinking back to life. That yeah, one. Yeah, that one. Uh, and it's our, next week is busy for us. Yeah, we can, and that happens to us all the time. We're like, we come back from being gone and, you know, we have like a ton of fires to put out when we get home because there's mm-hmm. always stuff that's gone wrong while we were gone. And then we're like, instead of just not scheduling a crazy day for us, we're like, no, 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 we must do all we the things. We always do. So we are like 90 to nothing, basically for the next couple weeks, yeah. for the most part. We have the top 25 luncheon, and then that same day, we have paint night. Yeah. Like, it's a the same day. Oh, oh no, 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 no. No, no, no. Paint we night have, is Tuesday. Top 25 luncheon is Thursday. So We have research lessons yes. all Tuesday. Yeah. And then we have paint night. And then we have top 25 and then we have storyboard that lessons mm-hmm. happening. And then we had so much stuff scheduled and people were trying to like schedule stuff on top of those things. And we're like, no, we already have things because we're having issues with them wanting to um, do credit recovery kids who are real behind and things like that. So we're kind of fighting um, lots of people for the space, which is happening to lots of people all over the all over with libraries. It's one of the things we talked about. Yeah. Um, kind of being closed and pop up libraries and things like that. So we're fighting the good fight and we're going to be tired 
and um, maybe grumpy. I don't know. No, I mean, we'll, we'll come back like from conference. We'll be fresh. We'll have had a three day weekend. Your dad is in town. Yes. My dad just flew in. We're moving. So the house we sign on the house on Monday, which is now just hitting me how close that is because it's Thursday or it's about to be Thursday anyway. Um, and so, yeah, we close on the house on uh, Monday. We have to be out of the house on Friday. Uh, and then we're moving in with our friends, uh, our friend and her kids on Friday. And we're there for four months because the house basically right now is a big bunch of rocks with plumbing in it. Yeah. Uh, I think the foundation's supposed to get poured on Thursday. And then they said if everything goes well with the weather that we should have a, a fully functioning house by mid-August, which is fast for a house. I mean, let's, I mean. That's impressive. Yeah, but it's definitely high stress. But yeah, yeah. my dad flew in from Ohio today. My uh, Joe picked him up and then he's basically my packing uh, mule for the I love <laughs> next that. week. Uh, he'll take the van and take loads of stuff up to the storage unit. So that's going on. And then Evan's birthday is Sunday and Easter is Sunday. And then I realized today I have Hamilton tickets on Saturday and Evan's birthday's on the parties on the 28th. So I don't, you know, I, I don't like to keep myself too unoccupied. I mean, it's all good stuff. It's all good like, stuff. It's just a lot of good stuff kind of all like a, at once. My diamond shoes are too heavy. Type yeah. Thing. You're like, oh God, I'm moving in Privilege my problems. giant house. But I first I got to go see Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. My dad is coming into town too. Oh, um, I forgot. Yeah. For but Easter. he's not going to tell me move. He's just coming to hang out. But that also means that I have to like scrub my house when I get home on Friday because I get real nervous. Because my dad has like the cleanest house you've ever seen. And then he also has somebody come in and clean. So sometimes I'll call he has him. to clean before you clean. Oh, I'm like, yeah. what are you doing, dad? And he's like, cleaning before the cleaning people come. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Um, so I got to get that done. And then we're just going to hang out. And um, I don't know what we're going to do yet. But I'm excited. So good things. And then we've decided we're going to end. I mean, I don't know every segment. This one with a new segment we're calling... Tell me something cool. I was going to sing dun, dun. the Shaka Khan song, but I uh, changed my mind last it. minute. Yeah, last okay. minute. My brain okay. was like, don't do it. Don't do it. So, um, tell so me Jenny, something cool. Tell me you're something cool. Okay. Um, so today, super cool. And you know what? I've told this story numerous times and I've moved on a little bit that I'm not even going to cry when I tell it. Um, but it's cool. It's like happy tears. Um, so I got in line today to get a booked book signed. It was the only book I had gotten in line to get signed because uh, I can't stand up. And um, I got in a huge line for Lori Halls Anderson. And uh, I so Speak is my sister's favorite book. Um, she relates to it personally, and um, it kind of helped her through an extreme trauma. She's read it multiple times. So. Um, and for those of you that don't know, and I've talked about her before, my sister is my BFF and I love her very much. She's the bomb. So I get in line. I wait in this long line with this lady behind me who has no spatial <laughs> personal space. <laughs> she keeps touching me. And I was like, Ugh. so, um, I get to the front of the line. Well, one, I cried in the middle of the line cause I was excited, um, for Katie. Then I get to the front of the line and I have speak and shout, um, and if you've never heard, uh, Lori Halls Anderson speak or met her, she's the coolest person on the She's so cool. She came earth. out as she came out to, before she started signing, she went through the long, I mean, it was a long line, like shaking hands and hugging people and clapping. I've never seen an author at TLA do that before. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them would do it. They just don't think about it, but she mm -hmm. like made the effort 
to go around and like did you get to like shake her hand oh yeah like, okay oh 100 i was because like, i was in another line and i couldn't see yeah. you from where the line i was in yeah and at that point i was already like well i'm gonna cry so um I walk up and I have the thing that says Katie and she's like, Katie, what's up? And I was like, well, that is my sister. And I was like, she loves you very much. And she's read your book multiple times. It's helped her through some really hard times. And she looks at me and she's so awesome. And she was like, well, you need to tell your sister that, um, what did she say? The age of shame is over. And then she writes her name in there and writes like, Katie, speak up and speak and um, shout loud. It was like the most incredible thing. And I needed to hear it too, because I just like love Katie so much. And so I sent Katie the pictures and I told her that and I'm crying. And um, it was just, it was a super uplifting moment. I feel like I'm telling a sad story, but it really wasn't. Um, And then I sent, so then I told, asked Katie if I could put it on Facebook and I was like, I'll blur your name out. And, um, she was like, no, cause the age of shame is over. Put it on Facebook. I mean, that's incredible. That's amazing. And if you were listening to this and you needed to hear that too, I think I, that's like the most important message. When she said that, I was like, oh, we need to put that on signs and hang yeah. it in the library. Like it's important. So it was cool. And since it came from an author, nobody can question it. Be no. Like, it's from Laura. Yeah. I mean, nobody yeah, could. It's what she said. Yeah. And her shirt said, got consent. And it looked like the got milk shirt. She's so cool. She's the bomb. Like, she's cool. And actually, that feeds into my something cool. Because I actually had seen her. Uh, you know, the one thing we talked about on one of the previous episodes was one of the sessions I was the most excited about was the Tayshaw's panel. Because it was such a good panel of authors. Uh, and so I went to that this morning. I actually thought I was going to miss it because the, um, shuttle bus took longer than we expected this morning. We get in, I run up and I'm like, please let there be seats. And I get in and there are. And so I sit down and they're talking and it's, you know, a panel discussion and the ladies asking questions and it's so many, it's Nick Stone and, uh, EB's a boy and Lori Hall Sanderson and, um, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'll put everybody's name on the website, but I can't think of everybody now, but it was such a good group, diverse group, all women, um, women of color, uh, you know, it was so uplifting. Again, it was one of those sessions where it was just good for the soul and they were talking, they had great, the, um, convener had great questions and they were really talking about kind of what drove their books and things like that. And now I want to read, I mean, I've read some of the books already that they were talking about, but I want to read all of them now. But, um, one of the things that Lori Hall Sanderson said, uh, and I'm not, I'm going to be misquoting her a little bit because I can't remember all, exactly what she said, but basically it was that censorship is not about protecting the child. Censorship is protecting adults who do not want to have conversations about tough issues. Yep. And I was like, oh my God, that's genius. It's like mm-hmm. the best. And like I said, I'm, that's not exactly what she said, but it's very close. And I was like, that's amazing. I want to put that on like during band book week. Like that needs to be a thing because it is a direct quote from the author. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I mean, when we talk about like why school districts and why libraries censor things it's or, or people want things censored and actually came up during the um the drag queen story, story time and all the issues houston was having right it was about they didn't want to have that discussion with those kids about well why are they dressed like that why do they enjoy that it was because it's a hard conversation and mm-hmm. it really isn't but the adults think it's a hard they, conversation. it makes them uncomfortable yeah and so they want to censor right. it and so I was like, I just walked out. I, I was almost in tears, not for any specific thing that they said, but it's mm-hmm. one of those ones where I can cry really easily and I get like caught up in my emotions and I'm just like, 
this is so good. I'm so happy. And then I like went downstairs to do, you know, a couple book signings and it was just one of those sessions. I'm glad I went. I'm sad. I didn't win. Uh, cause they, yeah. Follett always gives away a full, I mean, Tayshas is like 50 books and they give out a full set of all the Tayshas books. And I unfortunately was not, th- I was sitting next to the winner, the lady next to me uh. won. I was like, no. Uh, but yeah, it was such a good session. I'm so glad I went um, and got to hear her speak. And then mm-hmm. when, you know, it was incredible. And you know what I was thinking while you were just talking about that, about censorship, a couple things. One the afterward in the new edition of speak, the 20 year edition um, is by Jason Reynolds. And it's a letter to young men from their older brother, essentially him. And it's the most incredible thing I've ever read. So I'd recommend you read it. Everybody Two for band book week. Next year, I was about to say next week, um, <laughs> next year, we should read, speak. It's 20 years old and have an open conversation about well, assault. We ha- and we, we have plenty of books, versions yeah. of it, because our freshman English classes, yeah. some years they read it, some years they don't. But we've got like 300 copies of it. Yeah. So we got no problem finding material. Yeah. We could do Shout, too, which mm-hmm. is the new one. It's her actual memoir. R- um, written in uh, poetry. Mm-hmm. Which is so super cool because she talked Do about that session too. And then have it like an open discussion about assault, which I think Band Book Week would be the perfect time. And we could maybe it's... work with GSA and Feminist mm-hmm. Club and things like that to kind of like host it. Yeah. We could call it like uncomfortable conversations, but cross out the UN. Ah, <gasps> uh, this literally just happened. Like we just <laughs> <laughs> we have to remember what episode this is because I'm not going to remember that. Um, so those are our, tell me something cool. We had like a lot of happy tears today, which I mean, it's not shocking. Sometimes I'll be like, and then I cried and the people will be like, Oh, you did. We're shocked. It's not shocking that like either of us shed tears because we do that all the time, but these were just like happy tears. We were like moved. And I, I think that's a big deal. So yeah, we've had a a great time here in Austin, a great time at TLA. Uh, we're excited for the last sessions tomorrow. And we hope that, you know, everybody else who's here had a good time uh, and that everybody has a great trip back to wherever they are going back to tomorrow. Yeah. And then, you know, next week um, we'll be back, hopefully with another episode or we'll be dead in the library from exhaustion. (laughs) One or the other. We'll see you guys. Bye.